Hey, this is it. This, I guess that, yeah, that's true. You, this fi- is you, that. you figured that out? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is, though. <laughs> this is, so we have a little something special for you. Uh, we had an interview scheduled with somebody. Uh, look, this is what happens when you try to record at 10 p.m. on 420. People are going to miss their calls. Um, we're not going to tell you who it is, but they will be on the show at some point in the next six months. <laughs> so write us and guess who it was. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, while we were waiting, Damon and I started bullshitting like we do. You know, we've really missed out on the ability to just talk shit for like three or four hours because of quarantine. Like we spend a lot of time just talking shit with each other. And this was a like particularly high quality shit talking session. What, what do you think? You think this yeah, is like top 30 for us? It, it, it was because I was musing as we were getting ready for someone to come on and realize they weren't. So I'm holding this microphone in my hand in such a dramatic way. Mm-hmm. And it, it it made me go into into musing mode, <laughs> and and in the middle of it, uh, figuring out that you know we're capturing this and do we want to keep it, uh, and so that's interesting because oftentimes when we have these type of conversations that we put out into the world, we we start them with the intention of talking to the world about them. So this was a little bit more of the internal. So I'm I'm almost nervous because I'm not even sure all what I was saying at first, and I was being flippant on purpose but i think i think you might rock with it i think you might trust us we have a new hashtag hashtag cancel damon it'll be great um <laughs> it's funny because so the people who i offend one are not listening <laughs> but two they can they cancel me a long time ago <laughs> so we thought we would just give you uh you know we could call it a check-in it's not really a check-in i think what we should call it is damon and daniel try to figure out what the fuck is going on with white people Slash Damon berates Daniel with his questions <laughs> <laughs> and demand answers that can't be given. And Daniel tries his best. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I hope you're all doing okay as we continue in this isolation. Hope this brings you some smiles and thoughts. Uh, if you have thoughts on the particular issues that come up, we'd actually love to hear it. Uh, you can email us at contact at ergoradio.com. We'll share your thoughts on the air. Um, you also can, of course, tweet and DM and all that, all that jazz. Um, but yeah, we're at Ergo Radio. I'm at Ergo Kiss. I'm at Damon underscore AF. And maybe this was because I had been casually smoking throughout the day, as I do. <laughs> it just was later in the day now. <laughs> and, so, and so this is what someone else was going to get. <laughs> so luckily, I just threw it on you. <laughs> You're Thanks, welcome. <laughs> Happy to do it. <laughs> Uh, so I hope you enjoy uh, this check-in, some musings from Damon and me. Peace. <laughs> this must be what like video game people feel like. <laughs> just... We just like go in the other room, put our headset on, <laughs> talk to our buddies. <laughs> yeah. oh, I get it. This does seem like the best time to be a video game person. Yeah. Like you already got a network to talk yeah. to all your friends. Like I didn't quite realize until embarrassingly recently that they can like hear each other and talk to each other the whole time. Yeah. It's so that much makes cooler. That a way. lot of sense. Yeah. Not just like competing yeah. against someone's well, avatar. Your, like, or you just hang out with or brand, uh, a, a nonstop litany of random strangers from around the planet. To talk shit about. Yeah. It's like chat roulette with, with, uh, with some sort of yeah. competition. Like I, I really wasn't missing 2k.
but I really wish I had 2K right now. Yeah. <laughs> the look yeah. on your face. That's one of the things. Of, that's another thing of the list of like pivot gang just vicariously lives my life that like I, <laughs> that I want to live. That's why I've never said it quite like that. But uh, <laughs> no, that's pretty. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, if you put it all together, they live about like ninety-seven percent of like just my day. Because you're not trying to I'm ball <laughs> with friends, <laughs> playing two K, knowing how to work a software program, <laughs> just in, in the in the crib cooking up. We got a little oh, foundation, man. you know. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I think about how many very intense short connections i've had with people yeah. <laughs> it fucks me up all the time <laughs> it's like we spent three months and you know it's less so now but you know you this person took up a huge portion of my brain in my life it could be romantic it could be platonic it could be work whatever it is and like now we just oh yeah we used to like have to talk three times yeah. a week like when i think about like even when I, when I tell the less brief story and I talk about Law's voice and like spend the first, if I'm like saying the history in like 15 minutes, the first like eight minutes is about the first nine months. Right. And then the rest is, yeah, we just, and, been then, <laughs> and those are things like we knew what we're doing. And, you know, the things that we were doing at first were probably so amateur probably now, if I, if we were to really look back at it, but like how deep those relationships of all of Law's voices were, and if I think about it, mm-hmm. like from when I started seeing them to when like stop seeing them and communicating consistently, that's like August to like April of 2014 right. to 2015. And these are like still right. the most like I, I feel like an asshole that like I haven't right. Think about last <laughs> think about last <laughs> August. <laughs> but I still feel like a guilt, you know, like a, a deep right. connection and a well, it's like the the terms of the relationship don't necessarily change. Like, if the terms are have that loaded in it, just because you're not talking to each other, the, the like terms of it can stay the same. You know? Yeah. From Ferguson to Freedom Square, there's been twice as much time since that entire time. That was 2014 to 2016. Yeah, and now it's <laughs> it's been four years, and those two years still feel. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, you know, it's also the two years that after you, you know, first two years of right, adulthood. Right, right. Yeah, so I can't separate any of these things, like my professional life, right, my so. home partnership life, and then like just adult life, just all just happened and clicked. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the saying is like the music you listen to when you're 22 is what you're going to listen to for the rest oh, of your life. Yeah. You know, that's it's such an intense moment of like defining who you are and like what your tastes are and you're independent, you know, all that stuff. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm still gonna, still gonna listen to Ab Soul's new song, <laughs> which he did drop today. He dropped a new song today. Oh, that's what's up. It's funny. They don't tell you that enough though. Like the way they talk about junior year of high school is the way they should talk about age 23. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like this is going to define everything. It's like, not really. This is what that whole project I did after I graduated right, was about. Right, um, was like, nobody talks about this big transition. <laughs> they don't give you any tools. There's all this shit about getting ready to go to college. Yeah. There's preparedness, packets, and all this. 
And then you get there and there are people there to help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all figured out. There's people who have been doing yeah, yeah. the exact same thing. <laughs> they have a curriculum. There's housing. Office hours. <laughs> yeah. We could just come clear the food. <laughs> yeah. It is a much bigger deal when you leave there. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you got a job, baby, your baby bat. But like even then, probably. But yeah. even the like the American tradition of oh, you got the job. Even that is like craziness. Well, and the only thing that there's any language about is the getting is the job yeah. part. Is like here's how you show up to an interview, right? But the and rest of life, <laughs> we just need guidance counselors. Like that needs to be the whole thing. Like why, why does that stop? We just need like lifelong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not a school guidance counselor, just a guidance counselor <laughs> counsel me for guidance <laughs> replace fucking ab calculus <laughs> get rid of fucking you know biochem i mean maybe we should use biochem right now that would be useful. yeah but yeah like, guidance um, counselors should just be the teachers like that should it should just be guidance counsel <laughs> i'm willing to swap out art history for guidance counselors <laughs> yeah. you can still do art but we just don't need to study it that like much. keep them on like this is this is a twenty year commitment here. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I keep rambling? Okay. What yeah, yeah. What, I mean, I'm sitting in a closet. <laughs> I was thought you were trying to like read a message. It's funny oh, as yeah. as a person who hates school so much. I basically am suggesting that life should be school because remember my cafeteria thing. Like com- neighborhoods should just have cafeterias. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Then you got to figure out what's the part you hate. Because it's not the cafeteria. It's not the learning. It's the institutionalization, which is basically what I'm writing about. It's like we need to deconstruct and reinstitutionalize our society and it be communal and cooperative. Yeah, and have the have the structure of the institutions be yeah. so, grounded in a different idea. So all of the resources, right? So it's it's the, yeah, it's the like, the, the structure of the, re- and the like, the fucking, the hostage situation of it all. Like, it's about your performance and you got to pay and it's about, making these guys and like the frarian also i read a new uh not a new but a different Paula book <laughs> and oh he drives some, some new <laughs> and yo we are like i know we did it intentionally but like we are pretty much not saying that <laughs> not that intentionally but like once i remember yeah. like oh i remember reading it and be like oh this is what we're doing and then we mm-hmm. started booking things i remember like hey let's look at these quotes and be like hey this is kind of yeah. what we're doing and then we started doing it more intentionally and then using just like the language of the subjective right or basically just saying like making a subjective world mm-hmm. um and then we like turn this into this dialogue thing into like an educational resource and all that. yeah right. we're, we're pretty frarian uh i guess i got i guess i gotta read his book <laughs> Or not. That's the, the cool thing about it. Right, as I'm already doing Like, it. motherfuckers don't got to re-hagel to no dialectics. All right, asshole. No, that was shabby. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> right. <laughs> That's just a funny thing to respond. You know, I think that, yeah. that, I, that I do to mess with her is just at the end, when, when anything happens, just an occurrence, I just say, see? <laughs> <laughs> As if I'm trying to prove a point, <laughs> or as if she did something wrong. <laughs> just, but it's just like it's just a never-ending thing. <laughs> or she'll just yeah. say something like you know, something's reoccurring. Like you know, did pick up my key? See, <laughs> there's a thing that I've done for a long time that I didn't realize was like could be perceived as condescending. That now Rosie's doing back to me, 
which is she say something and I'll go, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I do that. <laughs> but she started doing it to me today. She probably said, yeah, right to me 30 times. Because the truth is, I don't have anything to tell her. We're, we're in the same room. No one may be a meme. At most, a meme. <laughs> so I'll just be like, oh, wow, this was really hard. And she just go, yeah. <laughs> it's like i don't disagree i'm that deeply invested i I got nothing to say (laughs) it's really like it's really an embodiment and i was trying to explain this to jennifer like a week ago and like it just it it didn't happen (laughs) of the uh the uh the the be cool i don't care but okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think the i don't care was like really the the takeaway that she was get it and it wasn't even regards anything but like <laughs> the right, well, it's like, the okay are the, the bread of the sandwich <laughs> right all the other ways are longer so it's like be cool i'm not as invested as you but okay yeah. <laughs> it doesn't roll up the tongue as much oh man i mean I, I'm, I'm guessing he's not gonna get on it's been 20 minutes yeah yeah and starting at 10 is then making this a thing that none of us want <laughs> <laughs> Give it a couple more minutes yeah. and see what happens. But you know, he was at a press conference in the with the mayor today, right after. Oh yeah, I don't phone. even want to be on be a, do mayor day. You still got mayor juice on you. You're speaking at your mayor talk. I did come up with a good joke. Ah, uh, so they're uh they're like new like task force for like trying to get black people to not get COVID is R E R R T RERT. I was like, they could have named it skirt because <laughs> it's like like uh hold on, let me let me find the actual thing i think it's like racial equity and i was like there's gotta be like social condition equity you know like there's there is a way to do this where we could have just been going yeah i'm a member of the skirt committee <laughs> and i thought he would have appreciated that i have to That's save him <laughs> So what do you th- back to the question you asked me about life should be school but not school? What do you think? Because <laughs> that was a really also, good question. I think, I think I'm going to put this out as an episode. Okay, just like a little bonus shit. Why not? I just assume people want to hear more of us, which might be wrong. <laughs> like we might be risking some. <laughs> like, we're putting a lot more out, yeah. and they might not want it. <laughs> Um, the no, I don't think life should be school because there's all kinds of. I think learning is good, right? And I know, but not even education or school. Like, right? Yeah, I wish that school was more like what my life is now, right? And I'm just super, you know, combination of lucky, privileged, and intentional. LPI <laughs> or little lip, little lip, little lip. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky, um, intentional, and privileged. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I do way less shit I don't want to do now. Right. But also, you know, there are skills around discipline that not discipline, but like structure that I've relied on. Yeah. So what? what let, let me find the pattern of those two things. What are the things that a guidance counselor and a cafeteria <laughs> provide? <laughs> Yeah, I guess I just want free resources. 
Right. Or or and school is just the only, we just decide that when you're 18, you shouldn't get anything yeah, anymore. Yeah. Non-transactional resource because they're not free, obviously. Right. But like I'm not giving you dollars right now for this meal. I'm, well, except they do that in school cafeterias. The yeah. fact that this country creates debt for children who can't afford their cafeterias, <laughs> cafeteria food, and then like sh- publicly shames them. Yeah. It's like where it's a really wild time to just be like, oh, we're witnessing the fall of an empire. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like because it's it's so much better to be an asshole like in an agrarian society, right? (laughs) Like like to have all of this shit and to have all of this abundant technology and capacity and be like, no, as opposed to like we can't. Yeah, that's such an asshole thing to do to like make the thing the thing exists. It's possible. Well, you know, you see these crazy motherfuckers out here protesting at these. Yeah. Who's ju- who is organizing those people? Not n- right. not in the sense of like who's like coordinating them. Like who's going to take on the responsibility of transforming that humanity? Because those are dumb people now at a certain point. Like you know, when I was talking about the cops or talking about like you know different like you know pro even pro choice things, right? Like that. Like this is now you are you are actually stupid. And like, I would say it no other way, <laughs> but like this, you are endangering your life, everybody else's life. But most directly, your life. <laughs> like, actively. <laughs> Usually when people vote or do things in, against their own self-interest, there's like a couple degrees <laughs> right. of removal. But this is like so directly, like if there's a hundred people there, many of them are sick. Yeah. And then they're all going to hang out to you. It's like, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah. And, and so like, that's a level of ignorance and dissonance. I don't know how to see that type of level of ignorance and dissonance and not assume trauma. Right. And maybe that's just like a black experience of like, when motherfuckers is fucked up, like, I was like, oh, you probably been through some shit. And maybe that's not <laughs> a universal thing, but I think it might be. Well, you know, it's the, they're so, this is my theory. They're just so invested in the sense of entitlement, right? It's so fundamental to who they are, right? Is that like, I can do what I want to do. And the individualism runs so deep that this, I mean, I don't think they're lying. I think they think this is an encroachment on their humanity, Mm -hmm. right? Like they think I should be able to do whatever I want to do. The state is not letting me do whatever I want to do. Therefore, the state isn't taking away my power. That I rock with. In, in a con- I can actually like that's right, the, like the logic of that makes the, sense. There's a there's a big thrust of libertarianism that has like some philosophical soundness to it. Right. It it is to go from the state should not be able to prohibit me, which I am generally anti-prohibition on most things, from doing what I want to do. And that's a big jump from I want to go hang out and then like go to fucking you know, when it was spring break and all the like yeah, yeah. Floridian spring break. Well, I want to is... go mass assemble right now. That's that's with my agency what I want to do. You're I mean, I can up. get I can guess to the I can project reasons and justifications forever. I have like two more, and then I'll stop. <laughs> no, no. Help let's do it. I mean, look, I don't know. But one of them is like you always say the thing about like people can justify anything that benefits them. Yeah. And obviously this doesn't ultimately benefit them, but <laughs> like if your if your analysis of what's beneficial, and just your like day to day fuck it have fun life of like the spring break shit, or like I look better when I get a haircut, right, therefore right. I should be able to get a haircut. Right. And more importantly than that, 
it's a way of not having to deal with the actual threat, right? Mm -hmm. If you get angry, like anger is not an emotion. It's a reaction to an emotion, usually fear or hurt, you know, all these things that if you, you know, you puff up your chest and you say, I'm invincible. Mm -hmm. You can, even if you're not, you can convince yourself you're invincible. Again, it's still a form of stupidity. Like it's not smart, but you know, I understand that impulse of like, no, fuck this. Yeah. I've always like had a, I get it, but I've had like a weird problem with, you know, the like fuck cancer thing. People like, they're like t-shirts and shit. It's like, fuck it. I get it. I, I'm not, look, this is not the hell I'm going to die on. (laughs) It's like people should be more sensitive about how they handle cancer, but (laughs) and like be nicer to cancer. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need to bring vulgarity. Have you, have you seen how to state? Yeah, <laughs> that was the uh, the opposition uh, campaign smear. Um, Maze Gilliam is for cancer. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, no, those are all really, really profound points. And again, like, it's the same reason why I think you see people going and jogging or like people are flaunting all these rules yeah. and it's justified through individualism, right? Because, like we've talked about a million times, because we don't have a culture of understanding that our fates are intertwined, you can't just like take that on in a fearful moment. It's so hard to like believe that when you're most afraid. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just missing it. Are there any other places in the world where people are protesting to reopen? <laughs> Literally, know. any other cultures? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. And, and but but so so yeah, that definitely humanized and in my real bag, like I probably would have gotten there too. But the difference that I'm questioning, it's not like from distance, right? Like people in Chicago was doing that same dumb shit. Right. (laughs) Right. But me, or there's, I feel like I am part of a body of people that then feel like, Oh, this is a reflection of a deeper issue, right? Like we need to raise the consciousness of our people. We need to transform these behaviors. We need to create structures. We need to blah, blah, blah. And what I hear from white people who have consciousness is like, fuck them. And I'll come over here and help you do it. The transformation, like with it around your people. Right. Like, or I'm going to create this, this envelope of us. Who wants to hang out with white people? I guess it is a taller order than I'm at, <laughs> but this always would you. <laughs> but this is always like, what do the, yeah. the 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 beneficiaries of gentrification need to do? And it's like, we we usually think like go organize the suburbs, mm-hmm. but like yeah, but like this is this is where the injury. Like when I see this, this is what I like when I think of like, oh man, it's fucked up shit going on in the projects. Oh man, yeah, Inglewood is scary, even though like people don't even know what place they're talking about, you know. Like, this is the that, right? This is where you go set up your fucking missionary thing or you're not. I I hear either like acceptance or like, ah, fuck those people, right? It would be like, we was like, yeah, fuck, fuck the GDs. Like they dumb, you know? (laughs) Because there's not this assumption that because someone who looks like you does something that that will be a a reflection on your character. Like, yes. Or forced community, right? Like you're not forced to live Right. In a but, I, but I think it's more existential than that. I think it's mm-hmm. like, you know, the like you set our set us back. Right, right, right. Like, right. This isn't setting white people back. Yeah. 
this one. The- <laughs> we might we might have reached it. <laughs> it's getting pretty close. <laughs> the fucking funny. oil prices plummeted. They look, you know, <laughs> it's like it's very ah. funny. <laughs> That's very funny. But I, I think the difference is is that what they're protesting for is the ability to make money or spend money. I want to be able to consume and I want to be able to like my company needs to open back up. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure some of them are poor workers. I think a lot of them, you know, see their fucking cars. These are like $75,000 trucks that they're driving. Right, like right, right. these are people who own their landscaping companies or right. their gravel company. You know, it's like yeah. what they're really saying. And I've seen a bunch of people say this and I don't fully agree with it, but I think part of what they're saying is like, it's not that I want to work the most like dangerous position. I want to be able to make the people who I make work for me work for me. Mm. So you've taken away that power from me. I my workers are them. essential to my right. profit line. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how dare you tell me that I can't run my business? Right. Um, uh, and I think there is the reality of like lots of people are have no money. Yeah. Like really, you know, what was it? Fucking, it's like 22 million people filed for unemployment this month. The country yeah. only has 350 million people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's such a laughably huge number. And hella people are already on employment, right? So these are, these are, this is new, right? So this mm-hmm. is not counting. That 22 is not all of the people who. And it's not counting all the people who aren't, look, fi- who didn't file. Right. And it's not counting people in jails and prisons yeah. who can't. And it's not counting people who haven't lost their job yet. Yeah. You know, or people like, who were self employed and so lost. There, like I'm starting to get actually really very concerned for my dad in ways that I don't hear from him, but as I just like I'm thinking about it deeper, and I was thinking we can have him on as like a it's gonna be a long time for people to be in a comedy club together. Oh yeah, no, um, it's a huge, it's a huge deal. Yeah, I, it's worth yeah so being I, worried about. I, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so all of those you're making very great points, but nothing then speaks to the okay. Then let's go all stand next to each other. That's just arrogance. Arrogance and stupidity, I think. And then the and, whole and a desire to be connected. But but people are dying, right? It's, it's it's not like other it's not like the lizard people or the Illuminati. But way fewer people are dying in rural Ohio than are dying in Columbus. Ah, way fewer people are dying in rural Illinois than are like to them, they're not seeing it. I saw do you remember uh Stephen Beck? went to Grinnell with us he was like, no you might though he was like <laughs> Not my, i don't remember said, a beck by name no let's set him separate <laughs> Stephen beck was like in his 30s he had a family and he was a student at the same time as we were oh. a really really interesting dude from he iowa like, yeah yeah he had like glasses kind of maybe yeah. yeah 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 fascinating guy really smart i really like he was he in, seemed cool like, like K show seminar, and I was just like, "Oh, thank God, someone who's not 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been um, thirty four for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting with my professors, being like, "These children are so immature." <laughs> but I, we're friends on Facebook, and I saw him post. And he lives in—it's not Brooklyn, Iowa, but like one of the small mm-hmm. towns, not too far from Grinnell. And saw him like three days ago posting like everybody this is real it's on its way like you have to start wearing masks you have to start washing it so like the the lag of this right of like yes we're at this peak of it and it's going to start slowing down here and chicago has actually done a pretty good job of minimizing though who knows but based on the information but like 
the spread into rural communities, especially in the Midwest, because in the South, it's different. It got there a lot faster because their governors closed late and are now reopening. But here, like it did successfully slow it. So now it's reaching these small towns that all they've gotten is, you know, Trump saying it was a hoax and the media reporting this very either like sensationalist, this threat is killing everybody. And they're going, well, no one around me is dead. Or the alternative, which is saying, look at how dumb these sensationalist people are being. Everything's fine. And, you know, all they know is they can't go to the barbershop or they can't go get their, you know, their, I saw someone saying like, I can't get like sod for my lawn. What is this? <laughs> and it's like his life hasn't changed except that he can't get sod for his lawn. Right. So yeah, he's like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. yeah, like the city thing is a really like interesting wrinkle in here because we only talk about rates in cities for the most part because that's where all the testing is. Right. Rural health in the United States is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. I remember learning when we were in Grinnell, like there's like one fiftieth as many doctors in Iowa as there should be. Mm. They're just, it's brain drain. Everybody leaves. And so you have like, um, like what's it called? Nurse practitioners who basically do the work of doctors across the state. And they'll spend like one day a month in this town and then one day a month in the next town. And it's like complete, you know, we don't, we've invested all our money in war and none of it in public infrastructure. And this is like, those people are affected by that even if they're not affected by all the other structures. It's like this shit's coming home to them too. But I don't know why they go stand in a crowd. I think that's dumb. Yeah, but, but and then there's the, the step of, and I'm sure it has to exist somewhere just in like my belief and faith of humanity is even on the smaller scale of like, okay, it may not be white, the artificial whiteness at large, but in rural spaces, there has to be somebody who fucking was on Tumblr at some point or slipped up and got assigned marks like, People don't organize. People don't fucking say like, hey, there's, I don't know. Well, they haven't been, they, they've been told that the only time anyone needed to organize was the American Revolution. And then it's just been gravy since then. So they don't know that they're dumb. Like, no, it's not about dumb. It's about complacency. I'm, I'm using that word, you know. But also people in rural neighborhood, in rural areas organize all the fucking time. They organize like, you know, right. civic organization. They do all kinds of shit. This is a, I think it's really about the poisoning of their information streams. And remember, it's only like 200 people in each state. Yeah. Yeah. And there's millions of people in all these states. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm using, this has been a, a, a larger question of like coming from the, the realization and like the, the, the mandate that it's not my and our responsibility. Right. Cause there is a, um, a, you know, a, a King mythology version of where it's like, we need to teach the white people to be better, right? Mm -hmm. And like, we can't and should not. We need to try to transform humanity that transformed the world. And within that, you know, there will be some gradual and secondary thing. Some collateral white damage that comes <laughs> along the way. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> right? And so like, okay, to, the, to like the, my, you know, my man up, man down program of like, okay, this is our job of what we, this is a problem that is in contradiction to whatever, even if it's not the same political analysis, but like, Hey, we need to build and transform our humanity. And like, cause there's a lot of anger, right? There's a lot of like, we're being oppressed. So if, it, if it's not this like one spectacle that might be this actually minute population, then the, the, the Trump supporter phenomenon is millions of people now that we're talking about that. I mean, the Trump voter thing, I don't know, you know, 
no, he was packing out stadiums, right? Like we can look at like the, the ticket sales and the numbers, like yeah, but they were like eight thousand person stadiums, mm. twenty thousand person stadiums. They're not. He's not packing like he's packing out num like when when he goes to Alabama and does a fucking whatever, like it is sure sure it is it's millions of people, you know. Even if it's not the the vote, even if it's not the fifty one percent right uh, yeah, yeah electoral college or whatever, it it is millions of people, and whose job is it? Who's taking on the work of, I don't need to separate myself or distance myself from them or, or oppose or demean or um, enable this. This needs to be healed and transformed. I mean, there are some people who do that. Okay. Not a lot. I'd like, I don't know. I don't I'm know. Asking, I don't, it's, not, it's not like a sp- yeah, I'm not trying yeah. to put you in a quarter. Like, I literally no, don't. No. I mean, I am in a corner. <laughs> That's why I've got a little bit more open space. Like, I don't see it, and it is like a consistent curiosity. Well, David, my... how how often are you like in Facebook groups with organizers in no. the rural South? Yeah, no. With white organizers in the rural South, like, is that a thing you're searching out? But it's white people, so you know what I'm saying. Like that shit gets on the news. All t- like white people do anything, and motherfuckers <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Well, I guess because it's because of the liberal thing that I deal with. Right. It's because, because I do see so much of, Oh, I opened this orphanage mm-hmm. or this woman's shelter or this boxing club or this studio program or this urban agriculture. And like, yeah, yeah. I see this I see presence and then people that didn't have the language of like capitalism and racism and all the structures. Right. So even if it's just that sect of the world, um who's like beyond a clinton support you know like yeah you know like the bernie troop right like that that group in itself that's different from like a you know the biden clinton group they can be around they can be in some mix that you know i don't see the from that that is something we need to transform right like for black people it's like this trump based something we need to protect ourselves from and we are Mm -hmm. existentially opposed for at all times so there's not really we don't have the room. It's not even healthy for us to like make that space because we're putting ourselves at like real immediate risk and historical risk. Right. But for people who that risk doesn't, uh, I don't know. I feel like I've ranted and said, mate, that's the question. I hear you. Look, I don't know. Those people. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I hear you. I'm, and I'm not saying that to be like, you're doing something. I'm saying like, literally, like, I don't know. You know, it's a question that I always had about the, like, go organize your own. It's like, and, you know, you've seen me and heard me talk about, like, trying to figure out who are my people that that means for, right? And that's shifted my organizing, and it's actually forced me to be a lot more analytical about, like, who do I identify as? And who are the people who I am actually, like, in shared identity and community with? And not just as a way of, like, abdicating responsibility, but as a way of honestly saying, like, who do I actually have some shared experience with so that I can use that as a way to resonate with them? The same way, you know, like you might have had a very different lived experience from another 27-year-old black guy, 28-year-old black guy, but you can start a conversation with some shared understandings of experiences of maybe, you know, not necessarily, but maybe cultural, uh, you know, markers and things like that. But you don't got no yeehaw in you. In you. <laughs> it's also so many fucking people. <laughs> yeah, that whole majority like, thing. <laughs> So many, <laughs> and they don't all agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I look. Yeah, you're right. Really... It, it does happen too. Like the thing I do out in Michigan, 
is in a sense what I'm saying I don't see. So well, and there has been enormous cultural transformation of white people's political ideologies in this country in the last hundred years, fifty years, twenty years. Like, look, I'm not saying it's working. I'm just saying like yeah. no, no, things I agree. have grown and. I agree. Yeah, it's a really interesting question, though. Like, who's... Right? Like, who's... who's Like, yeah, like, there's the, you know, Jane, there's the, like, oh, we're gonna... Like, there's the surge model, right? Of, like, I'm gonna protest the state, or I'm gonna do some, some dope direct action. There's the, you know... The but they also do a lot like, of organizing other underground. Yeah, but I guess that, that or, tradition needs to be more culturally... Well, that's what I was going to say is that there's there's no examples. The I mean, there are, but there, you know, you maybe abolitionists is like the the one place, but that and where they were like in opposite. But that's still about like, you know, reading groups and healing and all that. You know, that's just not fun. <laughs> <laughs> and no one's saying no one who has power over us is saying we got to do it. So. Right, but <laughs> I want to. I'm just gonna go by my side. Leave me the fuck alone. I got a gun. I got my side. I got my truck. Leave me yeah. the fuck alone. Yeah, can't make me do it. Yeah, you gonna make me. You gonna make me have a reading group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, you know, know, like you know, like we're like Tupacian to like the 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 Nation of Islam and Black Panther, which are like separate, but like all of this, like oh, you could come out of jail, or like oh, we're having a thing in the park for the kids, or you know all yeah i guess that's the example that we're leading maybe it did not exist in the world and we we're creating a new tradition in this new well, also we sometimes forget about the destruction of white dissidents white people who go against the state's interest get they might not get murdered all the time but they get discredited they get black but like do you remember like mccarthy yeah let's say the communism joint like that that's shit was back. yeah they're like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to be white, man. I don't have to be a white cop. <laughs> I'm going to do all this. Doing this <laughs> or I am, and yeah. I'm going to have my life ruined. Right. Like, that's a, like, can you imagine that? Ha- like, obviously it happens in certain ways now, but like, that was a explicit function of the state in my father's lifetime was that they brought people before a public tribunal yeah. and like catfished them into admitting that they were communists and then took away their livelihoods. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. No, I mean, that's fucking crazy. It's crazy. But even that, right? Like, I mean, that's, there's some ideology. Uh, there was, there was like censorship in that. Well, and that's you, mostly about reducing not, dissidents and stopping the ability to organize. Right. But, I'm, I, but I guess I'm, I'm saying like related to, but distinct from opposition to power. Hmm. I see what you're saying. Well, a lot of that communism shit isn't all about like trying to redefine the state it's about like how we live and operate with ourselves and organizing union workers and stuff yeah like this idea of it just being a political party are we have no idea of what a political party means because it's been so perverted right right, like political parties are social clubs are civic aids organizations are like the elks yeah yeah yeah, but there were with political ideologies right these were the social structures yeah. Um, the McCarthyism, that, that was a good pull. That's a good answer. It's a big deal. It's a really big deal. And, you know, McCarthyism, and then the last time that white people got really mad, then the 70s happened, and then in that, the like homogenization of dominant culture in this country in the last 50 years, the like towns turn into strip malls, you know, 
neighborhoods turn into suburbs. Yeah. Entertainment turns it like you love you some middle America. But it's not just middle <laughs> yeah. America. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's in cities. It's right. in rural towns. It's in suburbs. Like the homogenization, the the violence of that homogenization on the ability for people to imagine or decide what they want their life to be. And it's like, no, 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 this town looks the same. Yeah. Super destructive. Yeah. I, 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 and I, I guess maybe this is a, this is a thing that, that comes from, from liberation being a tangible thing and yeah. And dominant power. But I'm going to say, I know I'm caveating my thing before I say it. Um, I'm also going to call this uh, bonus. Damon and Daniel try to figure out white people. <laughs> so I've been using dumb as a facetious pejorative mm-hmm. for like a trauma and, and diminished consciousness from internalized impression. Uh, uh, and so I'm saying dumb, but that's really what I'm saying. If I was being like my real, if I was in a circle with people. Um, Thank God we're not. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Using that as the framework, I don't see the popular push of let's get smarter, right? There's like, I want things to be better for me and us, mm-hmm. but there, there's not like the also, there's like the, the more like laborious, like, oh, we need to go to the, the, we need to work harder to build these factories or these, this war machine, or we need to trade better to like. So like an anti-intellectualism you're saying? <laughs> No, because I'm I'm not using smarter in the sense of like intellectual. I'm I'm saying like if dumb is internalized oppression and diminished consciousness, mm-hmm. then I'm saying smart is abundant consciousness and internal. I think there's a lot of white people doing that work without a racial lens, right? So all these like new agey meditation, right. mindfulness, okay, religious. That's a huge social movement uh-huh. in this country yeah, yeah, yeah. that is all about like being accepting yourself, finding inner peace, right. okay. quieting the vo- you that's know, trying to understand yourself better. Again, where the individualism comes in right. is that it's all about yourself, and right? It's, it's not about the people around you. Yeah. And, you know, it's about healing yourself. It's not about healing your world. Yeah, you're right. The idea, but the and the logic of it is if everyone does this, then we'll be healed. Yeah. without any like yeah. uh, interconnectedness yeah that's a good one that's a good answer because what i'm really so like to personalize it right mm-hmm. like my own relationship to like materialism and consumerism and like status and needing to like these external markers that was superficial and in contradiction to like our ideals of like our human values and shit mm-hmm. um so I, I don't need these jordans to feel cool to be you know i don't need to have this crisp haircut to be acceptable yeah. right? like that's the type of thing so when you say i just want my side or i just want my business to go back like when i say that's dumb yeah i don't mean in the sense of like oh you like that is to using like like spiritually depleted yeah you know yeah it's it's like vapid and well so some of it is people's spiritual practice has been spoon-fed to them and codified into a consumer good yeah and that's why I think the the like new age spiritualism thing is a huge component of it because there are people who are unwilling to challenge power in lots of ways, but are willing to like subvert and unpack the harms of that. And that can be a pathway into doing it for other things that don't directly impact them as much. Yeah. It's the, it's, um, it's the seeing the self as part of a whole. That's the part that's missing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Or that that's what whole, whiteness is about, right? Like we are distinct and not a part of the whole of humanity. Exactly. Because there is, there might still be a whole, but that whole is your homogenous group. Yeah. And it's not about like I owe or I should be supporting them. Or it might even be, you know, the amount of giving that people do to their neighbors in rural areas mm-hmm. and taking care of each other, even people who they fundamentally disagree with, who they don't get along with, who they have bad, be- like, there is a spirit of like, you know, that like frontiersman small mm-hmm. town thing. There's the rugged individualism and then there's the like, we're in this together. But the we're in this together is against this racialized existential threat. Yeah. Whether that's indigenous people, black people, immigrants, whatever it is. Um, and that's because those communities were forged in the face of colonial warfare, right? Mm-hmm. Like you needed to rely on each other because there was a like legitimate threat fighting back at you um so yeah i mean i i don't think it's just individual i think that it's a it's actually a group logic that gets individualized of a like we are the only ones that deserve to live becomes i'm the only one who deserves to live right yeah man it's fucked up but it still doesn't explain why they're deciding to go get themselves infected yeah (laughs) but so that kind of that's maybe just some Nah, we we did a pretty good job because I mean we didn't talk deep enough about it, but like our whole thing is around the information spread and communication. So niggas say dumb shit all the time too. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's why I'm able to like. (laughs) But there's the difference of like it may because I'm in it and immersed in it, but but I feel like it's been popularized and codified too. Of there's this also counterbalance of this like deeper humanistic but also like life-based, life-centered thrust that I can like touch and see and read and point to and then try to like replicate. But like Mm -hmm. to get to that deeper level of like, you know, life over things, people over money, love over lust, like health over desire, right? (laughs) Like that when, when I say like, if you just do those things, like racism will fall. It's not saying like, hey, go teach people to not be bigots. That's not what i'm saying but like the healing and transformational work that connects people more congruently to like the environment and like just like some universal law type shit Um, well you're ready to go battle the white church uh this is like there it is there it is and i i know they're my that's where it happens yeah yeah, yeah. i scapegoat the white church the way the white church scapegoats everybody else (laughs) but there's this um yeah no no that's like, it. They're so busy performing all of those things that you just named that no one ever taught them how to do it. Yeah. Right. They're so busy performing, being kind, performing charity, performing care, performing piety that it's like, if I'm hit these marks then I get the ultimate reward, which is a consumer good, which is heaven. Whereas it's like, no, 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 no. This is it. You have to actually like wrestle and internalize them. You can't just like, like act like it. I think a lot of the things that they're pretending to do, if you can embody it, that's what you're describing, right? Yeah. But, you know, it, it's been so, yeah, yeah, commodified. There it is. There it is. I think we can conclude with that. I think, I think, you know, the name of our show is also Damon and Daniel meet in the middle of a critique on the white church. Like, that's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> but, like if there's one thing we can yeah, agree on <laughs> with all this activism all this <laughs> arty politics has been it's, it's kind of like a very humble respectful kind of from over here we're not trusting mm-hmm. no problems 
but pretty well-established critique. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other people doing it, uh, either no one's listening to them or they've never talked to any black people. <laughs> like or that's kind of talk to black people. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. That's really, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's this huge Achilles heel in trying to understand this country at its base that institution dictates because the nations that colonize this land at their base are rooted. Like it's, that's the, yeah, uh, uh, the fiber. America is more Christian than it is anything else. But unlike other places, we like try to deny that. Like all this shit. <laughs> Fucking say who you are, yeah. like introduce yourself yeah. accurately. Like the, even though it is still important based on where it came from, the separation of church and state is like a lie and a dissonance because it's like that's not what you're doing it's a separation yeah. from like that a church <laughs> but not it's churches. not even that separate yeah you got a fucking archdiocese from right. that they like report to the pope yeah yeah so yeah no i yeah didn't be, think, th- think that's what we would get but well if you want to talk about white people <laughs> we're gonna have to talk about the church that's it's yeah. part of why nobody wants to hang out with white people. <laughs> like, 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 can I can I talk to you about Jesus? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> oh, all right. This is a fun little thing. Yeah. Living with the whites, one big. Rosie. Daniel. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Look who's here in the studio. It's me. How's it feel to be in here? Well, I was a little nervous Uh earlier, but Mm -hmm. now I'm a little more calm. Wonderful. And I'm staring directly (laughs) into your eyes. But we do that all the time anyway. Yeah, but there's not always all this equipment in between us. Well, maybe this will help. Let's play a game. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe like a taboo. Taboo. Like I'll give you some clues and then you'll have to guess what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Does that know, make sense? I know how to play taboo, Daniel. Oh, you'd prefer if I did not taboo-splain? Yes, please. All right, let's get started. Timer on the clock. Mm-hmm. All right, first up. Okay. It's an independent podcast app. Got it. It embraces the open world of podcasting instead of locking it down. Mm-hmm. It has no exclusives. Mm-hmm. No premium content. All right. No paywalls. Great. And it's a great podcast app for everyone. Mm-hmm. Do you think you know it? I think I do. Huh. What do you think it is? Sounds like the Overcast app. Beep, 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 beep. Toots got it. Yay. Look at that. I win. Nicely done. How does one get the app? Well, if one were to want to get the app, one could get it for free in the app store. Fantastic. Cool. You going to check it out? I might. Very wonderfully noncommittal. Excellent. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Let's get out of here. Bye.